Throughout human history, mankind has been trying to find ways to escape death and live forever. Yet no one has ever found a surefire way to escape physical death. The writer of Hebrews, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, wrote, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. That's Hebrews 9.27. This is the rule, but throughout history there have been a few exceptions to the rule. I hope you'll stay tuned as we consider Enoch, a man who escaped death by faith. This is Aaron Turner, and you're listening to the Meditations and Music Podcast. We have said that biblical faith is the absolute heartfelt conviction that what God says is true. In our last episode, we considered Abel and saw that he worshipped God by faith and was therefore commended by God who accepted his gift. In this episode, we're going to consider Enoch, a man who was commended by God as a man who pleased God by faith. Hebrews 11, 5 and 6 reads, By faith Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was not found because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith, it's impossible to please him, For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Now, before we explore these two verses, let's go back and consider the brief Genesis narrative about Enoch. Genesis 5, 21-24 says, When Enoch had lived 65 years, he fathered Methuselah. Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus, all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Then, while we're at it, let's consider one more passage that sheds some light on Enoch's life. This is Jude, verses 14 and 15. It was also about these that Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of their deeds of ungodliness that they've committed in such an ungodly way and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. So having looked at all that the Scripture records for us about Enoch, let's look at the ways that his faith, that is, his heartfelt conviction that what God said was true, affected his life. The first one is that Enoch walked with God by faith. Genesis 5.24 says that Enoch walked with God. What does it mean to walk with God? Well, the word walk here is a metaphor for continually being associated with or having a continuous conversation. Picture two people taking a walk together and talking as they walk. This is what Enoch did with God by faith. Enoch never seen God, according to John 1.8, but God spoke to him and he spoke to God as the habit of his life, and he did that by faith. He believed that God existed and was present with him and communing with him. 
To walk with God is to be in agreement with God, because Amos 3.3 asks this rhetorical question, can two walk together except they be agreed? This brings us to the next point about Enoch. Enoch obeyed God. He had the reputation of pleasing God. We see this phrase in Hebrews 11.5, Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. His faith manifested itself in obedience to God. This is always the case. The true heartfelt conviction that God exists and that he's spoken and that what he's spoken is true will always produce a life of obedience to God. Now, this doesn't mean that Enoch was sinless, but it does mean that the overall testimony of his life was that he pleased God. Next, his faith could be seen in his words. Again, we look at Jude 14 and 15, where it says, It was about these that Enoch the seventh from Adam prophesied, saying... And Jude's going to share with us what he said. Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on, on all and to convict all the ungodly of their deeds of ungodliness that they've committed in such an ungodly way and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. He said that he believed that the Lord was coming and that he was going to judge the ungodly. Make no mistake about it. True faith will always affect one's words. And then his faith could be seen in the fact that he diligently sought the Lord. Verse 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He not only believed that God existed, but he believed that God could be known, that God rewards those who seek him, so he diligently sought God. So how did God reward him? Well, instead of having to go through physical death, God just took Enoch. One day he was on earth, and the next day he could not be found because God took him. One commentary puts it this way, faith was the ground of his pleasing God, and his pleasing God was the ground of his translation. Now, obviously, God does not choose to reward everyone who trusts him by saving them from physical death, but there is a death that those who trust him are never going to experience. It's called the second death is described in Revelation chapter 20, verses 13 through 15, which says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every man according to their works, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This is the death to which Jesus was referring when he said in John eleven twenty five and 26, I am the resurrection and the life. 
He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Because we have all broken God's law, and because the punishment for breaking God's law is to be cast into the lake of fire or experience the second death, if we got what we deserved when we die physically, we would be cast into the lake of fire. But the perfect Son of God entered the human race by being born of a virgin. He lived a perfect sinless life, then died a horrible death on a cross. Not to pay for any sin he committed, but to pay for the sins of all who would ever put their trust in him. Three days later, he rose from the dead and ultimately ascended back to the right hand of the Father where he is today. And all who put their trust in him will not have to experience this second death. Are you trusting him? Well, thanks for listening. And as always, if you'd like a transcript of today's episode, please reach out to me through my website, meditationsandmusic.com. If you enjoyed the podcast today, please share it with others. Until next time, this is Aaron Turner encouraging you to walk with God by faith.